You stand, turn to page 268. I'm on a battlefield for the Lord, but I'm not fighting someone else. I'm fighting for my life. I'm fighting against sin. Amen. I'm not fighting my brothers and sisters. No, 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 no. <clears throat>
got to sing some more and I didn't get my third song spotted out. Uh, let's see here. Page 393. I should know that by heart. Yeah. <laughs> 393. Oh. I know in these songs, and I've said this before, and I, I'm re- what did I say? The three rules of teaching, repeat, repeat, repeat. But uh, in these songs and the cadence of the song, some of these songs, it, it stirs you up. You know? Oh, yeah. It has doctrine, strength, yeah. power, yes. all yes. of that. Oh, yeah. And they're easy to sing, most of them. Especially if you sing them over and over and over. It's a chord. But listen to what it's saying. Let's get our heart in line. Oh, Amen. Right. Amen. Yeah. When we all get to heaven, are you on your way? Oh, yes. We've got to make sure we don't get sidetracked. Right. Amen.
this will be the battle, the secret of the song. We must see the Lamb. In Hebrews, he said, let us consider the author and finisher of our faith. That is a gaze. It's not just a glance. Anyone over here have a special prayer need this evening? You want over this side? Sister, um, uh, Sister Hayslip and Casey, let's remember them, but also let's remember Heather uh, and also uh, Peggy Adams, let's remember them in prayer, we're missing them, and Sister Diane, I guess. All right. Remember each other, pray for one another, <laughs> and uh, do pretend to remember my mom and dad and uh, ask the Lord, we need to move, we need to break through on them. <clears throat> and uh, there's five of us siblings, children, and uh, it seems like the stress just gets a little higher and a little higher, you know how that goes. And so uh, we need the Lord to help us. <clears throat> uh, pray for the service tonight. And ask the Lord to His will be done in each life. Amen. Yes. Let's gather and pray. And ask the Lord to help us. <coughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity.
question. Y'all remember anything about them? Well, that's where I came from. It was on the other side of the tracks. And you didn't go down there. Brother Steve, you probably remember. That's a bad area. But one time, one of my youngins got a little lifted up. Y'all know what I'm talking about now. I said, son, we're going to go on down to the place where your mama came from. And, of course, they were doing drugs on the corner. And there's a store down there that I walked, this little tiny girl, back to our little home. And yet the Lord kept his eye upon me. And we look at, you know, situations. I look at mine. And, you know, we might look at your situations tonight. Did y'all, did you hear this song? I am blessed. I am blessed. That's it right. It doesn't matter what's happening to me. That's right. I am blessed. Yes. Hallelujah. I got to thinking about it today. You know, old Bessie looks like a, a hearse out there. She's got a few extra dents. Oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. And I just want to thank God. You know, he brought me from a long way. Yes. And I could have been the worst girl. I was on my road to be that way. But he reached way down in the pit. Yep. He saved my soul. And he really did it. I do appreciate how God has been so good to us, so very good to us. We are truly blessed. The worst of us in America are blessed. I think they say the uh, lowest 4 or 5% of Americans earn more in a year than a large portion of the world does in a whole year. So I appreciate the Lord. The Lord's been good to us. And I, I thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for the revival. Amen. Praise God. Now I know it's Friday night. I know it's the last night of the revival. It's not time to just sit back and say, it's been good. Instead, let's press in. Each and every one of us still have needs. Amen. And uh, I don't know about you, but I want to draw closer to the Lord. I want to, uh, uh, Lord hadn't called me home yet. He hadn't sent no chariot of fire down here by me. So I know I still got some work to be done on. And I'm wanting the Lord to help us here tonight. Uh, Brother Ron, if you'll come. And no. Okay. Brother Jackie, how about you come and receive our offering here for us tonight? the Lord. Dodd to 
take up an offering and testify. And it's been kind of like a, um, what do they call those little Vesper services? But it's even, it's even better it's, and more condensed. So Brother Dodd, how about stand and testify for us? Yeah. Amen. It's uh, good to have been here this week. Thankful for the opportunity that we've had to be able to come back and be with y'all. Looking forward to God continuing to work in your lives. You know, we as, uh, as holiness people, we ascribe many things uh, to us as the characteristics of Christ. You know, we do, we, we live a holy life because we believe Christ lived a holy life. And, and there's many other things that, that we do to, uh, to, to mimic uh, our Lord Jesus. But I think, I think one of the greatest things that we can do, if I was to go around tonight and take, uh, take up different uh, opinions, I'm sure we'd have a, a bucket full of them. But in my mind, one of the main things that we can do to mimic the Lord Jesus is to give. And it's not just to give financially, right. but it's to give our hearts, yes. our minds. It's, it's to give our lives for service. And it's, it, it, it's something that we do. And, and in essence, what it means is we're, we're stepping aside and we're saying no to our will. We're saying no to our desires. We're saying no to the things that we want. And we are looking to, in some shape, form, or fashion to fulfill the needs of others. Because that's exactly what the Lord Jesus did when he went away. He said, no, not my will, Father, but thy will be done. And when he did that, he was able to fulfill the needs of every man, boy, woman, and girl that would call upon right. the Lord Jesus. That's why the Apostle Paul said, no, give. Over and over, he tells us to, to, to give, and it shall be yes. given unto you. Now, we can't, we can't have those things given back unto us unless we sow that seed of giving, whatever it is. It, 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 doesn't, it doesn't limit itself to finances, but finances, no doubt, is entailed in that. It says, give, and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall be Give unto your bosom. And I tell you, if you want to live a blessed life in, in 2022 and forward, and you want to be a blessing in your community, and you want people to look at you and say, you know, there's just something different about that man or about that woman, you start on this adventure of giving your life to the people around you. You start this adventure of giving your hearts and your minds and your money and your time and
Just a few of us. Just a few. Just a few of us were there, weren't we?
We'll tell you what, this world will disappoint you. Always. Always. Your parents will disappoint you. Your friends will disappoint you. Your preacher, your Sunday school teacher, they'll disappoint you. Huh? Your church will disappoint you. At times, your movement will disappoint you. Come on. God's got a tool in all of this, don't you see? You see, we're not allowed to glory in anything we do. And so whenever any one section starts glorying in themselves, God has a way of humbling us and putting us where we need to be. That glory is to all go to Jesus. It is not by works of righteousness which I have done, but by His mercy, His blood, that we've been saved and kept, encouraged by Him. I used to tell, tell the folks, if I preach a good one, that was the Lord. If I preached a bad one, that was Brother Jeff. Come on. Huh? Let's not get caught up in movement worship, man worship, church worship. Huh? Let's get caught up in worshiping our Lord Jesus Christ and following Him. Amen. Wherever he goes. I appreciate the Lord. Oh, what a great Savior we got. What a great Savior we got. Amen. He came for just the the Jews there. But he must needs go through Samaria. (laughs) Wow. Thank the Lord. Come on. I appreciate the Lord. He included us. In that New Testament, that New Covenant, and now it's whosoever will. I will, Lord. What about you? Will you? I will, Lord. I'll follow you. Amen. I'll follow you. Appreciate Brother uh, John. He um, he's outdone himself this week for us or me. How do you like that? And uh, I do appreciate him very, very much. I appreciate uh, his counsel and his help and his encouragement. And he has been a great blessing to us. So it's been a lot. Oh, I like her treats and all that. <laughs> no, I... Yeah. Anyway, best thing for me to do is move on. Come on, Brother Johnny. The Lord bless you. Amen. Thank y'all for coming. Pray for Sister Ann tonight. She's going to have She's been having a real battle. With so we're praying God will take care of it tonight. I'll get you plenty. Don't worry. That one's not as hot. Actually,
can. I've heard.
everybody. Uh, we'll just hang on a little while. Yeah. Amen. Brother L.D. Moore used to say, now, Brother John, if we don't hang together, they'll hang us one at a time. So I want us to try to, to uh, uh, just hang together. Amen. I appreciate this meeting. God has been good. And uh, eternity will record some things that have happened in this meeting. And uh, you'll look back in the days to come and think that's when it started. That's when I started out. Told Brother Brent this evening, but Brent Gavin this evening, him and uh, my uh, uh, great grandson was on their way to a fellowship meeting tonight. And uh, Easton. Brent asked him, said, Easton, he's five years old. You want to go to a meeting with me? And uh, he said, uh, well, Papa said, let me go tell my church. Oh. And so uh, he loves preaching, loves preaching. And so Brent built him a little pulpit and got him a microphone to stand in there in that room. So, uh, and he's got, uh, he's got a member or two. He's got one that really helps him. His name is Brother Good. He'll say at time, but now, Brother Good, would you come testify that he changed his voice? So what are we going to So he said, I got to go tell my church, Papa. So he went in there, you know, God, he said, now, I, I won't be here tonight. I'm going with Papa to a fellowship meeting. Brother Good will take care of the church while I'm gone. <laughs> and then I'll tell you what might happen if we can just hold on for one more generation. And we're so glad. We got to be in the house of the Lord tonight. We appreciate all that uh, God has done. As I've said in the meeting thus far, lives that have been touched and changed, needs that have been met. Amen. It is a sifting time. It is a shaking time. It's a time when you've got to make a decision. Amen. And uh, I'm glad for the mercy of God. I was counseling a situation one time and... uh, one of the parties just looked at me and said, all I want, all I want is justice. I said, no, sis, you don't. You don't want justice. You may feel like you want to be vindicated now, but if you live very long, you'll need mercy. And he said, as you measured mercy out, it'll be measured in you again. Amen. So I want to be merciful, don't you? Amen. All right, I want to come with us tonight to uh, uh, the book of Joshua. Uh, The book of Joshua, we're going to begin reading with uh, uh, verse number one, read about three verses here, and making reference to other places. We'll be uh, looking at Ephesians, and how many knows that Joshua, Ephesians is the Joshua of the New Testament. Amen. Book of Joshua, chapter number one, and again, it's good to see whether all of you here, but uh, Brother J.C. and his good wife have just been, as an old, as old mountain boy used to say, they got up in my shirt pocket. Yeah, that's right. That's, what, that's his way of saying they got to my heart. Yeah. Amen. And I certainly appreciate them. And uh, I don't know what we'll do about apples this year if you don't get to go to Brent's, but they always go early and run them big orchards and, and bring us back apples. And, and uh, But... Uh, we certainly have appreciate all of you being here. Amen. Joshua chapter number one, verse number one. 
Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, a son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land that I give unto them, even to the children of Israel. And every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. And every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, I have given unto you. If the Lord will stand by me tonight and you'll pray for us one more time, I want to preach to you tonight a little thought, footprints on a promise. Father, we thank you again for this meeting, for all that you've done, for the mighty visitation that you've been us here with. And oh, God, I do appreciate you. Tonight again, one more time, I'm asking God the canopy of your glory fall. Touch this old tarred body, quicken this tarred mind. Help us tonight, Lord. Amen. To preach like a dying man to a dying congregation. Help us to realize that very soon we will gather before the judgment seat. And I want to be ready. And so, Father, again tonight, not line, light, nor applause, but that anointing, oh God, that makes a man a prophet in the sense of the New Testament be upon me. And I'll give you the praise and the honor and the glory. We ask you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the congregation said, Amen. Amen. We are introduced here to the renewing of a promise. Forty years ago, another generation stood there. They stood at Kesbonii and looked across the Jordan. And in their unbelief and in their doubt and in the listening to the wrong uh, multitude, they turned back and died in the wilderness. But now we have a new generation. Uh, what old preacher said, we've got these that's, uh, amen, been born in the desert, raised on cactus juice, uh, and they're looking for a fight. And so uh, God says unto Joshua, get ready, uh, sanctify the people, you're going across. Amen. Uh, it is the renewal of a promise, and oh, what a promise it is. What a grand and glorious and wondrous inheritance He is giving unto His people. He has given them that land. There's houses you didn't build. There's cities you didn't build. There's vineyards you didn't plant. There's olive trees. There's a land flowing with milk and honey, and I give it unto you. I swear unto my people. And I want you to know something tonight. In spite of everything that goes on, when it's all said and done, Israel will still own their country. But I want to fit to what I'm looking at tonight is that he said to them, there's only one condition. There's just one condition that to, to you inheriting all these promises. And that condition is, uh, you've got to walk on it. Uh, you've got to put your foot on it. Uh, you've got to measure it out, length and breadth. Uh, amen. You've got to take that step. Uh, and we know, uh, uh, we understand uh, that uh, uh, probably in all their history, they never possessed more than a third of what God had given them. It was theirs by divine right, uh, but they never did copper at all. 
But the thing that I'm talking about tonight and looking at tonight, amen, uh, is that uh, uh, this, uh, he said this would start when the priest, uh, amen, put his foot in the water to cross over Jordan, now uh, over a mile wide and out of its banks. Uh, he said it'll stand up in a heap, but it starts uh, when you put your foot in the water. Maybe somebody tonight, I'm gonna tell you, I, I think I'll get my feet wet tonight. I, I think before this meeting's over with, I'll just go ahead and get my feet wet. Uh, amen, way out one more time. Uh, I don't care what it looks like. Uh, I don't care what it, it appears like. The devil makes it appear. Amen, if God said other side, that's where you're going. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. I look at this and I see a parallel that uh, stirs my heart. For, oh, what a inheritance that we have as a church. That's right. What grand and glorious promises uh, that God has been uh, gracious to give us. Uh, and, and that's uh, in the book of Ephesians uh, chapter 1 uh, uh, verse 15 through 23. Uh, uh, Paul enumerates and talks about, uh, amen, us. Because uh, you see, we are like they are. Amen. We are looking at all these promises. Uh, amen. Uh, but the church, uh, amen, more glorious, more grand than all of them. But like Israel, if we're not careful right now, we are in very real danger of just wearing out and giving up and falling short of what God has given us. Amen. Help me, Holy Ghost, right here. Amen. There is a grand inheritance. Oh, but I heard somebody say, yeah, the preacher, amen, how do I ever attain it? And my life has been thus far. I'm so made up of so many battles where I've not I felt like I won too many of them, defeated more than I knew the victory. Well, that's why Paul began to write in Ephesians uh, and began to tell them there. He began to pray that, that God would give them an understanding, of, amen, a, a knowledge uh, not to, uh, beyond anything, knowledge of hope or inheritance, a knowledge of the power, amen, uh, of God that can fulfill that promise. Church, amen, I feel like leaving you with a challenge tonight. Amen, there's much land that has not been conquered. Yes, it's a transition time. Jesus talked about when went to John the boundaries of the gospel. He said the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violence taken by force. Amen, it's a transition time. Amen, you want to cross that river on the other side. There's no more cloud. There's no more fire. There's no more Manna. Now it's the old court of the land. Now it's the battlefield. We talk about Canaan of heaven, but Canaan's not heaven. Canaan's where we are right now. Living in Canaan land means, amen, not tiptoeing through the tulips, but it means it's a battlefield. We're fighting for our inheritance. The devil's resisting us on every side, but God said there is an inheritance. And he said, well, I could swear by no other greater I swear to myself. Amen. Amen. So Paul, Paul prays that there would be, amen, a knowledge, amen, beyond hope and beyond the beginning of the herd, but a power that would transcend all thought, all measure, 
and challenge me to measure the immeasurable. Church, we are, we have just begun. We're sitting around, if we're not careful, amen, we're looking for a far escape. We're sitting around hoping the Lord will come back before it gets any worse, before the beginning of sorrows takes us any deeper. But what we need to understand is, amen, there is some promises that God's made us. Amen, and I don't know about you, but I'd like to put some footprints on the promises that are in the Word of God. I want to say to you, if God spoke to you, if God's given you a promise, I don't care when it was or how hopeless it looks, walk out there tonight, put your feet on it and said, I'm standing. We used to say, standing on the promises of God. Standing on the promises of Christ my King. Amen. Simply, amen. Leaning upon Him. Standing there. Amen. He said, Joshua, when you go across there, that land is there. And He told them what it looked like. And He told them how to measure it out. And He said, send the people through it. Yes. Help me, Lord. Amen. Here's my inheritance. God, help me to walk through the length and the breadth of all that I have not yet done. And church, I started out this year preaching, you ain't seen nothing yet. Hey man, we ain't seen nothing yet. You don't know what God's wanting to do. Hey man, He's looking for somebody like you or me to do it. Hallelujah. Amen. All the land that is thou seest, I will give unto you. Amen. The Bible said that Moses endured as seeing him who is invisible. That's right. Amen. Well, instead of looking at how big the problem is, uh, look, uh, somebody told us one time something great had taken place. Uh, amen. We were going to try to remodel that little old church that we started out in and try to put some basement under it. Uh, I asked them the way it's built. Why didn't you put a basement? They said it's solid rock under there. So there's a, that cliff that runs along that line is a solid rock uh, about 10 foot back. Uh, and so we can't do anything with it. And I said, let's go down and see about it. We went down there. A bunch of the people we gathered around went down there. Walked over that concrete wall. And the wall right behind me was that cliff. And we began to lay hands on that rock. We laid hands on that block. And we started praying. We got to asking God, God, you can do anything. Amen. As old brother said, there in the hills of Virginia, you can turn the Sahara Desert into brand sugar if you want to. Amen. I said, God, do something with this. Uh, go ahead, brother. Knock a hole in the block and see what's on the other side. And I want you to know we got over there. I now opened that block up. Amen. It wasn't a sandstone that had crumbled up. Amen. We took it out of the wheelbar hole and put a basement over that place. Say what you want to. God said we could do it. I said, God said we could do it. We cut it. Hey man, we sat around sometimes and somebody said it's impossible. Listen, a whole generation died because a few guys decided there was too many giants over there. Hey man, every time you decide to do something, somebody said it can't be done. Hey man, somebody said it can't be done. This tells me that's why it's going to get done. Hey man, for God specializes in impossible things. Hey man, I come to tell you tonight, hey man, the promises that God has given me and you, I put my Feed on them. Amen. 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 Hey man. You know, Columbus discovered America. And we celebrate that. But you know, Columbus sailed back to Spain to celebrate his glory. 
And he never did know what he found. That's right. He never saw the giant redwood forest. He never saw the Grand Canyon. He never saw the purple sage blowing across the, amen, the prairies, amen, and the buffalo. He never saw the mighty Mississippi, amen, going down. He saw, he said, I found America, but he never explored America. I feel, I feel like telling us tonight if we're not careful, that's not where we are. Our testimony is, thank God I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, plump down I go. Amen. We're satisfied with discovering this, and there's so much more that you ain't never seen yet. God would like to take somebody and show you something that you can't allow. He said, Behold! Isaiah, I knew a new thing. I want you to understand there's some things that ain't never been done, some things that ain't never been sung, amen, some of them been preached. Hallelujah. In the book of Revelation, seven thunders uttered their voice and I was about to write. And he said, don't write. Don't grab what they're saying at any time. You know what they said? No. But somebody will someday. Amen. And so I just come to tell you, amen, don't stop short of what God's wanting to do for me and you. Amen. For too many people, amen, are satisfied with the good when they could have had the best. Amen. Don't ever quit. The Bible, the Bible is filled. The measure, the one condition for you tonight is the measure of your faith becomes the measure of God's power. As your faith is, so be it unto you. Amen. Somebody said one time, you know, I've heard it more than once. First time I said it, you know, I, I told her the gentleman, I said, I never could uh, enjoy some of those old spaghetti westerns because uh, I had a good theory how that six gun to shoot 17 times when we reloaded them. And uh, I never could figure out how, and all, they always cut them off the pass. And it always come down to one bad guy and one good guy. The bad guy had a black hat, the good guy had a white hat, uh, and the good guy tackled him, rode him up his horse, rode all the way to the bottom, broke the snot out of him, never lost his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Superman come along. First time I see him do that deal, I thought, where do you put his clothes? Because after a while, he's followed again, you know, way over yonder. Yeah. So I, I've had that kind of a mind all my mind, you know, all my life. And, and uh, that's probably your problem, right? You've got an analytical mind. Yeah. An analytical mind just don't go along with faith. And, uh, amen. Uh, this, uh, uh, sometimes it just don't make sense. Right. right. Amen. The front fellow said, that first fellow I heard say it, he said, if Jesus said, said it, I believe it. That settles it. Yeah. You know what I said? If Jesus said it, it's settled whether you believe it or not. That's right. It depends on whether you believe it or not. That's right. And then if he said it, it's going to come to pass just like he said. Amen. Amen. There's just one condition. To measure of your faith becomes the measure of God's power. Oh, they look like you get great examples in the Bible. There's hundreds of them if you go looking for them. Conquest of faith that turned the impossible into reality. Now, do you believe the Bible? Do you believe 
that a fellow named Samson took the jawbone of a dead mule and killed a thousand trained warriors with the best weapon that money could buy for that day. Their swords, their shields, their spears, everything was the best. And yet that man, if you can believe that he stacked a thousand men up like cork wood and never got a scratch, why can't you believe God for what you're facing? That's Hallelujah. I mean, sometimes, uh, sometimes we read this thing and we act like it's a storybook. Hey, man, uh, it's just something of somebody somewhere, but Elijah was a man such a like passion just like you are. But Elijah prayed earnestly and he said, Find the heavens before you know what we're like. It ain't the Democrats, it ain't the Republicans, it ain't the Independents, it's the church of the firstborn that sold out and got quiet when we ought to be born by heaven and pray and cry out to God. God turn it around. Oh, hallelujah. Help me, Lord. Amen. Read one time. George Mueller was on a, a ship going from point A to point B and had to get me better tomorrow. And uh, the captain of the ship come down, talked on his door and said, uh, uh, Mr. Mueller said, uh, I, I regret to inform you, but you will not make it to port in time to preach tomorrow. And he said, the fog is set in. We can't see nothing, and we can't move. Mueller said to him, sir, and told him how many years it had been, so I've never failed to keep an appointment. He said, meet me in your cabin. They went in that day. Mueller said, now, I'm going to pray first. He said, then you can pray. He got down and made his prayer. Got up. And the old captain started to get down. He said, don't waste your time. Number one, you don't believe it. Yeah. Number two, open the cabin door. Yeah. yeah. Hallelujah. The sun's a shining. Yeah. The soft yeah. end of the boy. Strap the sails and go on. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. I'm talking about the power of God. The exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe. Amen. Cousin Taylor on a ship. The wind died. Yeah. And the ship was drifting. After a while, the captain talks to him and said, You know, this is a, a dangerous situation. We have no way of controlling the ship. And said, We're drifting into what we don't know, we know not what. And Hudson Taylor said, Strike the sail. He said, I'm not going to send a man up there. I'm not going to strike the sail. He said, then there's nothing we can do, but you can strike the sail. And so at his final desperation, he struck the sails. He raised the sails. And he hadn't much more got them up till they got the flapping in the wind. And the ship got back on course. And on down it went. Could I tell you tonight, I might not be able to control the wind, but I can set the sail. I can set the sail. Hallelujah. Amen. Start that. I've come just to my little message tonight for us is this, this. Amen. I want to encourage you to explore where you've not been. Don't be satisfied where you are. We ain't scratched the surface. Amen. 
Uh, we can't scratch the surface. Uh, I'm not, I don't want to go back, son. I don't want to trade places with you. I've got mine about one. But this most exciting time the church has ever lived in. Instead of listening to all these faith killers and doubters and, and shy powders uh, and tells us uh, that we can't do anything anymore. I'm going to tell you, amen, as long as there's one Holy Ghost baptized tongue talking man on the face of the earth, amen, believe in God, uh, amen, a devil ain't going to take over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible said that Caleb had a promise. So when Joshua began to beat out the land, here come this old man, past 80. He said, 40 years ago, I walked this mountain. That mountain right there is the one mountain I walked on. Feel the Holy Ghost breathing on me, man. He said, God said, that was my mountain. Every foot of it I was going to be. He said, now, he said, I've still got strength. I've still got an eye. Give me my mountain. Now, I know it's full of giants. I know the giants live on that mountain. But one old preacher said like this, uh, his imagination about good as mine. He said every time they stopped to bury somebody, he said uh, Caleb was a blacksmith. He said he pulled his forge out and built spears and swords and shields. Amen. Until the time he got across the river, amen, he had a uh, he had a load of fighting weapons. Amen. So he took off with his little band up the mountain they went. They went to walking up that mountain. Amen. Somebody said it went on a little while. Nobody heard anything from the mountain. Somebody said, let's get us up a party and go find them. Maybe we can bury them where they broke up their bones. And so they headed up the mountain across the first plateau, little valley down there below, and they heard the pain, 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 pain. That old hammer, when they got there, Caleb had done whooped every giant on that mountain and was making, making plowshares out of his swords. Amen. He said, Give me my mountain. You know what? Tonight, I feel like walking through my foot down on some stuff and say, This is what you said, Lord. I mean, you said this. I, I didn't say it. You did. Now I'm standing on that promise. Give me my mountain. I want my mountain back. I preach to you. I want, I want my mountain tonight. I want to leave you. Oh, glory be to God with the challenge. Amen. Amen. We can have as much of God's power as we dare to claim. Why do we limit God? Here is the fountain that can fill the whole universe with its water. Why are we content with only enough to refresh our little old parched lips. Yes. We're like that native that they brought down out of the, out of the bush and, and he seen the ocean for the first time. And he said, yeah, I, I'd like to have a, a, a bottle if you don't care. They said, what for? He said, I'm going to dip that bottle up so I'm going to take this, bottle, this ocean back and show it to my people. That's about where we are. As silly as that sounds, amen, we're content with a bottle to show somebody, look at our little, you know, listen church, God never intended for our churches to be aquariums where we showed off our exotic sheep. Amen, God never intended for us to have that perfect church. And if that's what you're looking for, don't bother to join it, you'll burn it. Amen. 
Hey, hey, come to Bond. We want to join the church here at Bond. I said, well, I want you to understand something. Amen. Jesus Christ was the greatest preacher that ever lived. He had 12 members and one of them was a devil. I said, mine's not one in 12, but I got some. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And so don't expect uh, that you're going to come and find that. Amen. What I'm going to find is, uh, amen, uh, I want something more than just enough to part for parts lips. Uh, amen. One old fellow said, you know what's the matter with this, our, our people? I said, what is it? He said, they got just enough religion to bug them and not enough to bless them. <laughs> they, they, they're doing it, but it seems like they're mad because they have to. Yeah. Have you ever run into folk that, uh, that they dress right, they look right, and they spit white, but they're mad because somebody else ain't? Yeah. Listen, if I get to heaven and find out you can have a television, I ain't staying outside because you have to. I'm going on in. In fact, I told my people one time, I said, some of you, when you get to heaven, are going to be shocked. Yeah. Number one, there's some people you thought sure was going to be there are missing. Right. Number two, there's some people that you can think have a chance to shout around the room. After number one and number two, you will be shocked as you make. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Come on, help me, Lord. Amen. I've got to close this thing down. Amen. We have yet to see what God would do with just one ordinary man. In this generation. When we started out evangelizing, I told Ann, I said, Ann, I said, everywhere I go, I'm looking for a young man. What are you looking for? I'm looking for a young man who will read this book and believe what it says and make us wonder why we've been playing church for the last 30 years. Amen. Just one ordinary man. You know, God said, to, God said to Ezekiel, I sought for a man. God don't bless organizations. God don't bless church buildings. God blesses a man. And when God finds a man that will give him everything he's got, he'll put everything he can on him. Yes. He said, I sought for just one man that would make up the hedge and stand in the gap. And they would not destroy. But he said, I didn't find one. And you look what happened. Because not one man, not one ordinary man. Did you know, did you know what? I believe we can have a revival right here and right now that will change the destiny and the history of another generation. I know America is on the wind. I know she's headed for judgment. But it don't have to be in your generation. Yes, yes, that's right. Give me one more revival. Let me sweep one more bunch into the house of God. Let one more people know what we know, see what we've seen, experience what we've experienced. Amen. You don't know what God would do if you'll just sell out to Him. There's an open door for the impossible. If our faith be strong in God. When God is trusted, all of His power is unloosed for every need you've got. Your impossible situation tonight is God's opportunity. Now, I want to say as I close tonight Elijah's gone, Elisha's gone. 
but the mantle is still here. That mantle, that mantle that came floating down is waiting for somebody to pick it up, fold it up. Amen. Slap the waters and say, where are you at, God? Do it one more time. Do it one more time. And do it with me, Lord. Here am I, Lord. Send me whatever it takes. One young man said, what it would take, Brother John, for me to have what I said. And then he said to me this. And it was a cliche, I know. He said, I'd give the world, he said, I'd give the world to have a service like we've had here tonight as God had wonderfully moved and healed and delivered. And I said, son, that's exactly what it takes is the world. Nobody will understand you. I've spent some lonely times, brother, with nobody. I heard my daddy and my brothers and sisters talking downstairs. He's my daddy said, my son has lost his mind. Said all he does said he'll get up in the middle of the night and go wander out to the fields. Go out trying to the graveyard and set on a tombstone till daylight comes. He said he's lost his mind. Said all he does is read that Bible. And I thought, Daddy, I ain't lost my mind. I found a brand new heart and a brand new mind that God gave. Amen. You know what? I want to, as I, I told him, I told him when I, when I resigned that church after 35 years, amen, had a nice salary, home, everything we needed, traded it for a bed, a different bed every night when I couldn't sleep at my own, dropped the salary to less than a third of what it was when, and walked out on nothing. But I told him, I said, I want to check out like I checked in. That's right. I want to trust him like I trusted him then. Amen. I want to see God do it again. Yes. Amen. I want God to work those miracles. And if I could do it, get it away. And now we've got hungry for it. I'm going to go pray. We're getting hungry for it even at our age. And said, God, I'd like to see God do it again one more time. Yes. Yes. Little girl here got saved. I tried to go from Ohio. Right from Ohio. She would listen to us preach that God could do anything. In their family was a baby born. I they got a name for it, but the skeletal was not developed. He couldn't raise his little head. He couldn't. And his arm. You got to be careful. But the family they stayed that way. One night we I walked in, and she walked up with that little bundle of heads in her arms, and she said, "Preacher, you said God could do anything." And I told this baby's mommy that God can do anything. And I said, "Oh." It seemed like it's a drier service than we thought it ought to be. Yeah. But I said, Lord, I didn't say that. You, you did. That's right. Yeah. So they brought her up to, to get brought the little fella up to get, get him prayed for. We prayed for him, me and the pastor. We prayed for him. She went back in that second seat and sat down. I got to preaching. All of a sudden I heard a cry. I looked and that little baby was pushing against her. And cry. And I put my finger over that seat. And he took his little hand and grabbed that finger. Amen. We're checking out. My life my life is going on the other side. But oh God seeking for somebody to pick up the mantle. And say, God, whatever it takes. I only thought of, if I only thought of fool, make me a fool for Christ's sake. Do it again. Lord, do it again. And you know what? If we get hungry enough, and if we get holy enough, and if we get humble 
hands. So I want to challenge you tonight. Put some footprints on the promises. Set your feet on some of the promises. Walk on some of the promises that God's given you. Amen. You've been down long enough, son. You took the tick. Huh? So what? Amen. He knocked me down yesterday, but I learned something in that fight. Tomorrow when he comes, I'll be waiting for him. That left will surprise me tomorrow. Amen. And I want you to know, son, that when the, yeah, it ain't over till it's over. Amen. Right. When it's over and you're still standing, you're the champion. You know, they, uh, I know it's an analogy. We're praying. We're getting late. Uh, but uh, I don't remember the names. I don't even remember that it was before my time. The guy just read about it. But that old champion had been undefeated and was wanting to retire one more fight, one more challenge. They said that it was pitiful. So that young man danced around him, scored round after round after round. He said, but that old man just kept watching and looking. Round number 14, the final round. They came out, and my young man's done got he's done looking at the belt. But all of a sudden, from somewhere way back yonder yesterday, came that famous right hook. And that guy's eyes closed, and down he went, and they counted him out. And they raised their hands at the winner and champion. And you know what the next day? The people didn't talk about how fancy that boy danced. No. What he done, what they talked about was that old man still had a proud look yeah. and won the battle. That's Amen. Right. Yeah. Amen. 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 I know that I'm older than I was, but I want it. I want my mountain. Yes, man. So as long as we can go, I may not be able to carry that fast gun, but I'll have a little single shot rifle. And every time I pull the trigger, we're going to win. My little message tonight, I leave you as a challenge. I leave this church with a challenge. Amen. Get your head up, guys. You know what, God? Everyone God it wanted to be here this week has been here. That's right. God has brought right. you here because this was what God wanted you to hear and to do. And we left you with a promise. Amen. That'll bring absolute victory. Amen. So put your feet down. Amen. And look for a move of God. Amen. Listen for the sound of the rain. Look for the sprouts to come up. Amen. God's going to do it again. Let's stand tonight. I preach my little message to you. I want to leave you with that challenge. I want to leave you challenged to do something for God. Amen. I sought for a man. Would you be that man? Would you sign on the dotted line tonight and say, Lord, if you can help me, if you can if use me, go ahead. Go ahead. For only what matters in the end is that we win. So, somebody can give us a song if you want to, but let's let's meet around the altars for one more time. Let's seek the face of God and see what God will do tonight. Hallelujah! Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost beginning to hover around here tonight. I feel God wanting to help somebody right here and right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Precious Lamb of God, precious Lamb of God.
Those that have felt like they have been defeated in the past, shall we find? 